Welcome to another episode of the Pro Voice Guy podcast. My name is Will Rice, and I started this podcast as an adventure of learning about podcasting to better serve my clients. So far, so good. Now, once you have a podcast, where does it live? How do people listen? How do they find it? Today, we'll be talking about podcast hosting and syndication. Pro Voice Guy Podcast, the podcast about podcasts, plus a few extras about audio, social media, marketing tech, and other stuff. Well, coming to you again from my studio in San Antonio, Texas, where it is still hot, though it did cool off last night with a quick uh, thunderstorm. Now, I wish I had a tip for working in the studio during a thunderstorm, which you may be tempted to do if you're on a deadline. You got to get something done really fast. But honestly, think about this. Your microphone and headphones are ultimately plugged into a power outlet. It is best just to take a break. And anyway, the power might go out and you'd lose everything anyway. So there you go. Now, once you have a microphone and you have some software, you are ready to start recording your podcast. Well, that's not really true. You're going to need some content, right? Uh, You might need a script or at least an outline of what you're going to be including on the show. But in this series so far, we're just looking at the technical stuff. Okay, so let's assume you have all that. If you go to all the work of recording a podcast, you're probably going to want someone to listen to it, right? Now, I guess you could just put it on a USB drive and hand it to friends, or, uh, you know, you could record it onto cassette tapes. <laughs> but most people want a little bit larger audience potential. Podcast hosting versus syndication. What is the difference? What is the difference? So if you're new to the world of podcasting, this can be the most confusing part. I'm going to define two terms for you right now. Podcast host. To get your podcast out into the world, it needs to live somewhere on the interwebs. You will upload it, and then when people listen to it, they will be streaming or downloading the audio file from that site on the web. It's possible to host this audio file on a regular old website, but there are some specialized hosting platforms that help take care of the unique aspects of podcasting. It's also handy because maybe you don't have a website yet. Now, if you do want to host your podcast on your website, you can do that, but I'm not going to cover that here. Maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode. To keep things relatively simple, I will be covering dedicated podcast hosting sites. Number two, podcast syndication. When most people think of podcasts, they think of platforms like iTunes. That is where many people go to discover and subscribe to podcasts. It's no longer the only place, but it's still one of the leaders, and I'm going to focus on it for the point of this explanation. While people might go to iTunes to find, subscribe, and download podcasts, those podcasts don't actually live there. It's really just a podcast index, while the actual audio files of podcasts reside in other places. iTunes just points listeners in the right direction. However, it's so seamless, it sure looks like you're downloading right from iTunes. So how does it work? Something called RSS, or Really Simple Syndication. RSS is a simple file that gives iTunes or any other podcast aggregator all the information it needs to index and list your podcast. The file tells Apple where to find your podcast. Whenever you post a new episode, your podcasting service will send out a notification in its RSS feed, iTunes will receive that and let your subscribers know. You don't need to understand how that works. Once you set it up, you really don't need to think about it anymore. 
If you're working with one of the major dedicated podcasting hosts, they're going to take care of a lot of this for you. Once you set up your podcast and publish an episode, they'll automatically generate the information and link for your RSS feed. Now all you need to do is register it with iTunes. Now that's slightly harder than it might sound, but it's not that bad. And most hosts offer step-by-step instructions on how to get that done. If you want to check that out, if you go to the show page or to my uh, blog, you'll see some links to the instructions from the particular uh, podcasting hosts out there. Now, once you understand your RSS feed and you get your podcast registered with iTunes, which is a great place to start, it won't be that difficult to get it listed with any other indexes you're interested in, like Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all those have similar submission practices. Now, Spotify is one notable exception. Now, Spotify is trying to really make some serious inroads into the podcasting space. Now, to syndicate with Spotify, you need to host your podcast with one of their partner hosts. All right. So if you're really interested in being listed on Spotify, you're going to want to make sure that the podcasting host that you choose offers this capability. They may be adding more in the future, but if you want to guarantee it, you want to make sure you find a host that's already linked up with Spotify. Now that we understand the difference between hosting and syndication, (laughs) maybe, uh, let's talk about some of the possible places to host your podcast. And today I'm going to focus on some free options. Now, if you could see me, I'd be using air quotes, right? Because nothing's really free, but If you're just dipping your toes in the waters of podcasting, or if you have a limited budget or no budget at all, you might be looking to get started for free. And and that's all right. But I always use caution when looking at free options. And the biggest thing to consider is what happens when you need more. Say the podcasting thing starts working out. You're actually able to consistently produce new episodes and you're you're gaining listeners. But now you're going to need more, more, right? You're going to need more space, more time and more features. Well, I'm going to be talking about three options and two of these options offer paid plans. So when you're ready to and you need to, you can Upgrade, And given that, I'm including their paid tier uh, pricing uh, so you can know what you might be getting into in the future. Now, the third option is a totally different animal. It is free from the beginning uh, and free forever, so you don't need to worry about that. But we'll talk more about that in just a moment. Free option number one, Buzzsprout. Well, Buzzsprout is known as one of the most accessible platforms to get started with. They have a really intuitive interface. It's really easy to use, and they have help at every step of the way. They're really about helping you get your podcast started. So even if you have zero podcasting experience, and maybe that's why you're listening to this podcast, you should be able to get your podcast uploaded and listed on iTunes in no time. So here are the limitations to this free account. You're limited to two hours of content each month. And content is deleted after 90 days. Let's talk about what the heck that means, right? So say your podcast is 30 minutes long. You could upload about four episodes every month. And for most, that's probably enough. Now, the downside is that they will be deleted after 90 days. Now, ideally, you put a lot of work into those podcasts, so you would want them around longer than that. Though, maybe you have a podcast with a short shelf life, and maybe that's not a deal killer for you. 
But if you're just starting out and you want to try it for free, if you like Buzzsprout and you like podcasting, they have some great plans. So uh, for $12 a month, you can upload three hours each month, which gives you some more episodes, uh, and they will host it indefinitely. And if you go over your three hours, you can pay for more. You can pay just $4 per hour. Then they have an $18 a month plan where you get to upload six hours each month, hosted indefinitely, and for three bucks an hour, you can add more. Now, and if you are like a daily podcaster or your podcast lasts like four hours, they also have a $24 a month plan that gives you 12 hours each month that are on there as long as you have an account and you can buy more if you want to at $2 per hour. I really like Buzzsprout's pricing model. It's really clear and easy. And honestly, most podcasts are going to be fine with a $12 a month plan. And if you are especially prolific one month, it's not going to break the bank to pay the overage. It's also great to know that your content won't be deleted as long as you stay with the service. Option number two, SoundCloud. There appears to be a love-hate relationship with SoundCloud among podcasters. Now, my podcast is currently hosted on this service, although, full disclosure, I'm going to be migrating to a new provider soon. However, it's not due to any problems with the service. Everything seems to be fine. It's just about their pricing model doesn't quite work for what I'm doing. All right, let's talk about the limitations with their free account. You get three hours of uploads, period. Okay, what does that mean? Well, I find SoundCloud's pricing just a little bit confusing, though if you dig deep enough, their website explains it clearly. As opposed to a monthly limit, you have a total limit. Once you hit three hours with the free plan, you have to upgrade, stop uploading, or delete your older content. Again, ideally with a podcast, you'd want to keep your past episodes online. But again, if you don't mind deleting older content, you could host up to six 30-minute episodes at once. Now, if you like SoundCloud but you need more space, they have two upgrade options, Pro and Pro Unlimited. Their Pro is $8 a month. Now, here's the deal. You get six hours total upload time. That means once you fill all of that up, you're not going to be getting any more. You're going to need to go back and delete old episodes. Now, if you really want to use SoundCloud and you want to be able to keep all your episodes, they have a pro unlimited account. It's $16 a month and it has an unlimited upload time. SoundCloud's pricing is just a little bit confusing to me. And the six hour limit on the pro account is a deal breaker for podcasters who want to keep all their episodes posted like forever. However, once you get to the Pro Unlimited plan, their pricing becomes a little bit more competitive and the limits go away. Option number three, Anchor. Anchor is the only totally free service on this list. They're kind of new to the podcasting game after initially catering to more short form social audio. Now, Anchor might make some podcasters nervous since they're new and they still aren't making any money which means that they could go belly up and leave podcasters scrambling to find a new service. However, with the huge growth that's happening in the podcasting space right now, who knows, they might just uh, make it. Now, Anchor promotes themselves as the easiest way to get started with podcasting. In fact, if you want to, you can ignore uh, my episodes on microphones and software and produce a podcast right from your mobile phone with their app. 
But if you want to take the more traditional route like I do with microphones and processors and uh, software and a studio, you can also create your content with your current editor and just upload it to Anchor. In fact, they'll even let you, if you already have a podcast somewhere else, uh, just link that so you can see what it would look like on Anchor. So free account limitations, there really aren't any because there's only one account level on Anchor, the free one. What about upgrade options? Well, currently there aren't any, but I imagine in the future they may try to find more ways to monetize this. So perhaps maybe in the future they'll add some new premium features and charge for those. But for now, it's one thing. What you see is what you get. So coming up in a future episode, I'm going to review some of the other hosts that don't have free plans, but have some pretty good deals on paid plans. But before I get to that, in my next episode, I'm going to discuss some of the features that make some providers stand above others. And that's it for today. Thanks for listening to the Pro Voice Guy podcast. The Pro Voice Guy podcast is produced by me, Will Rice, in my studio here in San Antonio, Texas. The show is produced on a Mac using Adobe Audition software. You can read more about the things I discussed on today's episode on my website at provoiceguide.net. If you're in the market for a podcast intro or outro or a voiceover for your YouTube channel, commercial, corporate video, or just about anything else, check out the website or find me on Upwork, Fiverr, or Freelancer.com. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, or just listen right on the website at provoiceguy.net. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at provoiceguy. 